Welcome everyone, it's The Roman Show for November 12th, 2020. We've been off, I have a great excuse. Either way, listen, we are welcoming Sushi. Sushi, he was a, a, a person that you probably know um, <clears throat> as he was involved with the a very unique band, Eskimo Cowboy, had a, had a very strong following. It was more like a, like a very parody, uh, making fun of... of culture or whatnot, but Sushi decided to not go on his own and create Ghost Kid, and if you haven't heard his music tomorrow, we're, we're dropping this on Thursday, November 12th, November 13th, on good old <laughs> uh, Friday the 13th, Ghost Kid will release their self-titled album, and if you're a fan of Bring Me the Horizon um bands of that nature you're in for a treat sushi of ghost kid joins us here all the way from germany this and a whole lot more coming up next right here on the roman show step down to the get down all right whenever you're ready you're ready five seconds to the open first watch that little gimbal we don't want you coming off in the booster go retro go vital go fly guidance Surgeon, go flight. Or go flight. GNC, we're going. Tell me, go. Control. Go. 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 We are going. Network, go. Covering. Go. Capcom. We're going flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, it's good to be back uh, here speaking to everyone on the podcast. Let me take a little sip of my coffee. And uh, the reason I we haven't posted anything is my second child was born, Takahiro. He was born on a week from today, actually, was born just a, little, a week old on November 5th. And let me welcome in a, a new person to your uh, life. Things get a little chaotic. You, know, you try to get the plates, the plate tectonics into, into place, and there won't be any rumbling or any earthquakes. Uh, but we seem to be okay. Mommy's okay. Baby's okay. And we're all healthy, which is the important part during these times of COVID 19. So we're very excited. And I don't know if I did. Maybe I did not. But I am your host, Rodolfo Roman. Um, and, and I'm truly excited that, uh, that I'm back speaking to you guys. It was just one week. Not a big deal. But I'm pumped because we're welcoming Sushi of Ghost Kid. Again, you heard in the opening of the program. If you haven't had a chance to hear this band, as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, Head on over to your favorite streaming service. Look up Ghost Kid. You could also look them up on YouTube. And you are in for a treat. This band is the future, man. Ghost Kid uh, will be release, releasing their self-titled album tomorrow, November 13th. Can you remember? Can you just imagine how cool is that? I'm excited. I really, truly am. He's teamed up with people like Johnny Tears of Johnny Three Tears of Hollywood Undead and many others. But listen, we're going to talk to Sushi in just a little bit. Let's give a little thanks here to some of our sponsors, including Fusion CBD. You've heard me talk about Fusion CBD. I'm a very active person. I'm always exercising and doing some really crazy stuff that I always get criticized here at home for doing. But either way, 
uh, I'm good. I'm good in shape. I'm flexible. I'm energetic. I'm, I'm just a year and, and change from being 40. So you have to maintain yourself in a very energetic and, and, and a healthy, live a, a healthy lifestyle. Um, you want to add some more years to your life. So the only way of doing it is exercising and eating well. Well, throw in their little CBD and you're going to see that your recovery time is a whole lot better. Visit, visit their website, fusioncbdproducts.com been taking it now for a couple of weeks and, and and i feel amazing i'm not lying i'm not just saying this because there are are, are helpful uh, sponsors here but because i believe in the product it's really good stuff you see a lot of the fighters promoting fusion cbd and there's a reason for it so don't be fooled by these other project products that you see online fusion cbd is a real deal they are based in florida and they will ship anywhere anywhere here in the united states Fusion CBD products is the website. All right, everyone. And also, you've heard me talk about it here many times. The Soul Right, the very complex tool. Very easy. Almost looks like a camel. Get on that thing all the damn time, and it stretches out my back, and my back feels absolutely great. I run, I jump, I do all these crazy things. I have two hernia discs. But because of the Soul Right, my back is always feeling brand new. Head on over to Soul Right website right now. That's P-S-O-R-I-T-E dot com and purchase your soul right. And Manscaped, oh, the holidays are coming. That means you got some dates, you got some family, um, some homes to visit. And uh, after that, well, you know, if you're lucky enough, you might get a little action. So you want to make sure that you're clean and you got to get yourself a Manscaped lawnmower. That's Manscaped.com. Visit the website, Manscaped.com. And uh, lastly, 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 you got to keep them clean. You got to keep them smelling good. Your balls, that is. So get yourself a bottle of ball wash that you could purchase one. Ballwash.com or just visit the website, theromanshow.com and purchase your bottle of ball wash. Get right to your home just in time for the holidays. And I was introduced uh, to this because, you know, producing the, the, the podcast and you have to keep notes and you write it on your phones or you, or you, you write it on a notepad, but you, you never know where you place it. You know, it, it could, it could be anywhere, right? Well, they have created, uh, this very unique, uh, notebook. It's a reusable notebook to be exact. It's called the rocket book core. And how it works is you write on the notepad you take a picture on it, of it on your phone. It goes through a little app. You're able to text it to someone or to yourself or send it to your email, whatever it is, or you can keep it on the app itself. It's 32 bucks, but again, it is a reusable notebook. Now, $32 for a notebook might sound ridiculous to you. It sounds like it. But remember, you don't have to be buying notebooks all the time. You just have to buy one. Think about it. If you have kids and you're purchasing these school supplies, yeah, you know, you got to buy maybe five, ten. Maybe in a school year, you might spend $32 in notebooks. Why not spend $32? And hell, you can go for all 12 years of, of school if you really think about it because this thing is reusable. All you have to do is clean it once you're done writing with a pen. Um, and that's it. You store your messages. You store your notes. I wish I would have had this when I was in school. 
because I got to just always fall back and, and read it and I don't have to be looking and, and, and searching for my notes. I could just boop into the app and there are my notes. But uh, you can purchase it right now on Amazon. That's Rocket Book Core. That's Rocket Book Core. And it makes a great holiday gift. All right, guys. Well, lots to talk about here. Make sure you follow us on our socials. That's at The Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook. Well, we're excited. Sushi's coming on in just a few minutes. And we have some great, exciting guests coming up soon here on the program. We have the main lead singer of Varsity, um, a very uh, poppy, uh, metalcore uh, type of band. And when you hear the, the, uh, the main singer's pipes, you are in for something mind-blowing. I kid you not. This guy, you would never think that this guy is part of a, of a, of a band of such. Um, Joey Varela, the vocalist, uh, he's, the guy's a very talented guy. Um, he can sing anything from, like, he could tell from R&B and maybe even a little salsa. But if you're into issues, uh, Crown the Empire while she sleeps, Varsity is the band that you need to listen to, and it's spelled V-R-S-T-Y, all in caps. And give them a little listen. They're going to be releasing their um, EP, Cloud City, December 4th. But he'll be on the program shortly to talk about that EP and a whole lot more. That's coming up real soon. And we have the CEO of Titan FC, Mr. Lex McMahon. And this man, at 49 years old, has decided to step inside the cage and fight a man who has a whole lot more experience inside the cage in uh, Dominican Republic. 49 years old, first fight, professional mixed martial arts, and he's going at it toe-to-toe versus Justin Thornton. Uh, this is a guy who's had over 20 fights. Yes, his record, might, you might seem, oh, well, that guy sucks. Look at his record. He's only won six fights and has... I believe 17 losses. That doesn't matter. The point is he has six fights that he has won and he's competed in over 20 compared to absolutely zero of Lex McMahon. Now, Lex is doing it for a good cause. He's raising some funds for veterans uh, who are suffering from PTSD um, and, of course, suicide. Uh, and, and you can visit uh, the website. He is actually donating all of his purse from the fight. All right, he's not making any money off of this, um, and you can help out the cause. Just visit aherousa.org. That's aherousa.org, and donate to help the soldiers that are dealing with these issues. And Lex McMahon here is putting his life on the line, a former Marine, uh, all for a good cause. And you'll hear from Lex next week here on the program as his fight is on November 21st. All right. Lots to talk about. I've already spoke a lot. Let me take another sip of my coffee. Let's start off first with what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. It turns out that because of the current situation with coronavirus, Still, WrestleMania, it's going to happen one way or another, and it happened this year, in the midst of the damn thing. But WrestleMania 37 was scheduled to take place in Englewood, California. But of course, California, they have their little 
ways of dealing with the coronavirus and shutdowns and, and different things that they've put in place. However, in Florida, where they were originally supposed to have WrestleMania this year, but of course it was canceled, they're a little bit more easygoing. But one thing that WWE wants this year's WrestleMania is fans. So rumor has it, or according to a new report of WrestleVotes, they have stated that the WWE might be moving the scheduled date of WrestleMania 37 from late March to mid-April in the hopes that perhaps those extra few weeks will allow more flexibility to have fans and attend the show. Does it really matter if we're having this thing in late March or mid-April? I don't think it matters as long as we get a WrestleMania. Whether you have fans or not, listen, at this point, we've had wrestling for almost one year with no fans. WWE-wise, because I know AEW does have some. But they didn't have any for quite some time. And I've kind of gotten used to it. All right, You could you could put in the pipe in the fake noise and, and the, the virtual fans and all that stuff. And give us a good storyline. At the end of the day, wrestling... This specific wrestling of WWE uh, and even AEW is meant for TV. You know, it's a storyline that you follow. Yes, the fans help because we know, or at least the writers know, the reaction that the character is is receiving and then they can work around with that, with the storyline. But it doesn't really matter. The point is, let's have a WrestleMania. Let's have a really good WrestleMania. Don't give me something something just very low-key or mediocre. And let's give us some really good WrestleMania action. They will be memorable for many, many years. Of course, we won't forget the 2021. But why not 2021 give it some steam? I'm still hoping Roman Reigns versus The Rock. But we'll just have to wait and see. Speaking of which. There's reports have that The Rock will be refilming the Scorpion King. If you remember, that was the breakthrough of The Rock. The Rock got his start into Hollywood. I won't be surprised if he reaches out to a Roman Reigns to be the main lead character in The Scorpion King. He has the look. He's already been in a movie with The Rock. So why not? Just throwing that out there. It'd be pretty quite interesting. And on AEW Dynamite, we got a goose egg. We have a hint that Shaquille O'Neal might be taking on Cody Rhodes. That's right. You heard right. Shaquille O'Neal, the former NBA center, Hall of Famer, might be competing in a pro wrestling ring. Now, this is not the first time that Shaq has played around or toyed with this. He's he's had some appearances in WWE even he talked about even in, in competing in mixed martial arts. So this guy is not a man who has it's just oh let me just wake up and let me go. No. This guy has been wanting to do this. Of course, with the affiliation of the NBA and TNT Turner Broadcasting Network, um with their affiliation with the NBA, it only makes sense that they can put Shaq and A W and, and Cody Rhodes you got the NBA, you got the AEW, they're all the same under the same 
Turner Broadcasting um, umbrella. So why not? When will we see it? I'm pretty sure it'll be sometime next year. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. If it is, that's great because we get some great, a great match free on TV. But if I recall, the next pay-per-view for AEW will be in February. So that is some time from now. Again, I would not doubt that they are pushing for uh, that pay-per-view, the one that they have um, in February, which is called Revolution. Now, that will be a good one. Or hell, I would even push it all the way to May 23, just keep teasing it and teasing it and teasing it until we, we, we finally get to see it, you know, just build it up. And, and double or nothing, if you recall, I would say it's kind of like they're... WrestleMania, and it's between Double or Nothing and All Out. I want to say Double or Nothing because that was their first legitimate pay-per-view under the AEW umbrella. All Out, or All In, really, was the first one that they came up with, but it wasn't under the AEW. It was more like a gathering of the elite and all these people putting it together. So I, I would I would go here on the limb to have Double or Nothing as their biggest pay-per-view of the year. So why not put Shaq and Cody to bring in some extra attention to the world of professional wrestling in AEW? Mind you, if you've been in Shaq in there, many people who don't know of AEW, and there's a lot of them, there's a lot of people that do not know what AEW is because it's not. it doesn't have that brand name yet as a WWE. Everybody knows WWE. You say AEW, and they'll be like, what's that? And you will say pro wrestling. And they'll be like, what, WWE? So that's just how people recognize it. So having a Shaquille O'Neal in a card will definitely get some eyes, extra eyes, to tune in just to see Shaq compete inside a squared circle. Moving forward. With events, you know, just around the corner, there's been talks of, Concerts coming back and sporting events allowing fans for some events, for example, prayer knuckle fighting. Uh, we'll be having an event here in Miami, Florida on the 13th of November, and they're allowing some fans, not a lot of fans, but it's limited. And Ticketmaster, there was a article that ran this week that stated that everyone or anyone who decides to go to a concert would have to have some sort of proof using the Ticketmaster app that they have had a corona uh, test 72 hours prior to the event. And obviously you would have to test negative or that you have the vaccine. But Ticketmaster came out today and said that that is not actually true, that there was a misunderstanding because, well, they say that, listen, we can't obligate anyone to do anything. But they are looking into different scenarios as to what they can do to prevent COVID-19 at an event. And I understand who would like to go to a, an event of such when you have people screaming and yelling. And let's, be face, let's face it here. People are not going to wear their masks. They're going to be screaming. It's a freaking concert. You know, you're going to get people that are drinking. Do you honestly think the people that are drinking are going to be wearing their masks? No, they're going to be screaming. And we know if you're in the pit, everyone is just shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow. It is a super spreader event is what they're calling it. It really, truly is. 
would you want to go? It's up to your discretion. But let's face it here. Coronavirus is not going anywhere, any place. I know many people said that it will be erased today, next day after the elections. But that's not necessarily true. Now, whether the media covers it as much as they used to before, different. But that it's going anywhere, no. It's here for a long run. We're going to get the, the, the vaccine soon. Not everyone's going to take it. Let's be honest. You're going to get anti-vaccine people. And it's going to take some time until it really gets out there to the public itself. Like a you and I. First responders, you know, elderly. You and I, we're at the last of the line. So it's really up to your discretion. But we sure as hell would like to see some heavy metal action uh, on stage. But we're going to have to wait and see. Um, as Ticketmaster is exploring different avenues to allow fans inside the concert. All right, with that said, we're going to welcome Sushi of Ghost Kid. The self-titled album drops November 13th. That's right, Friday the 13th tomorrow. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a great album. I've got a couple of, uh, I've had an opportunity of listening to some of the songs and you can listen to some of the singles already available, but trust you me, if you're a fan of Bring Me the Horizon, uh, any of these these, these <laughs> metacore bats, trust me, you're on for you're in for a freaking treat. Check out Sushi Ghost Kid coming up next right here on the program. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. And uh, all the way from Germany, this young man here is putting some great music. He's on his own now. Um, but I got to tell you, I don't know. I, I guess it brought the best out of him. Sushi of Ghost Kid is joining us right now. He used to be formerly with the uh, Eskimo Cowboys. Uh, form, that's his former band. But now he um, created Ghost Kid and uh, Sushi. I, I'm impressed with your work. Uh, definitely a different route. Uh, from what you were doing with your your previous band, a, a more of a darker side, um, it fits you well, man. Uh, so so Thank congrats you. on that. So thanks for joining us here in the program. The new album drops November thirteenth. Uh, you can already get a little glimpse. Some songs are already available as we speak. Uh, he's collaborated yes. with people from Hollywood and Dead, like Johnny Tears and uh, Sushi. Thanks so much for your time, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. So. I was just checking up a little bit about here. Uh, of course, you were with uh, the for your former band, uh, and you you went your route, and, and you said you, you started picking up a, a guitar and started to write music, and you started from there. And and I I read a quote somewhere that that music hurts, but tell me how Ghost Kid came about. <laughs> yeah, so basically it was like exactly like that. So the the reason why I started everything was uh, I was not feeling that comfortable anymore with with Eskimo, you know. So when we uh, dropped the last record, I re realized that I have to do something and that was, I have to do music on my own again. So it was exactly like that. So I picked up my guitar and started writing the first songs or better to say, I reanimated some old stuff mm. and instantly got the feeling, okay, now I'm creating something that means a bit more to me, you know, so... I mean, I have to say, Eskimo was my job, you know, and 
But it was like, on the one hand, I got something that pays my bills, but doesn't make me happy anymore. And on the other hand, there's something I really missed for such a long time. So I had to make a decision, and this is what I did. So I worked my fucking ass off and uh, wrote a, a record on my own. So I would say this is how everything started and came together. So this started, what, last year? How long did it take you to, to complete the, the album? Dude, I don't know where we finished everything, but uh, I guess I started summer last year, something like that. And uh, yeah, we already um, we uh, played some shows when I was sitting in the bus, you know, and uh, worked on that stuff. So I, I would say it was like summer last year, but it was never like with the goal, okay, I wanted to leave the band. In the first place, it was more like, okay, I wanted to have a relief, you know, because I wasn't happy anymore. <laughs> and I guess it was summer last year. So you said in a, in a quote here that music hurt when you when you were producing these things, and so far the glimpse of it, I, I, I've, I, you know, some of the songs that are available, you got this is not Hollywood, and I guess you you collaborated here with, with the folks of Hollywood, and then you have start a mm. fight. But uh, can you elaborate a little bit when you see the music hurt? I mean, did you find yourself? And I, I've spoken to many artists when they are writing tears literally come out when they are writing or singing this stuff on on their own so is this most a, a way of you breaking out coming out of your shell and saying you know this is me from now on this is a new me this is a new person and i understand you mature it's kind of like um mm -hmm. you know when a snake is is loosening up his skin and it kind of hurts so you kind of cry a little bit but you feel better in the end <laughs> Uh, it was kind of like that, but the thing is, uh, <laughs> like this quote where I said, music hurts, mm -hmm. it was a bit like you, you, uh, I went through some crazy ups and downs, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, when you start with a band, mm -hmm. you got a lot of different opinions, but now when you're doing everything on your own, it's just you, you know, and to satisfy yourself, like with, I mean, you, you put a lot of passion in that, you know, blood, sweat and tears, and I guess you can never satisfy yourself. So it's really hard because of. Of course, in the whole process, things are changing, you know. I mean, we got a whole pre-production and we re-recorded everything to finish the record, you know, and it sounded so different to me. <laughs> That's the reason why I said music hurts, because uh, when it really means a lot to you, you know, uh, you, sometimes you overthink too much, you know, and this is like a really crazy process and it's so intense, you know. Well, because you, there uh -huh. there is no band who can say, okay, <laughs> at this point we can stop. It's all right, you know. It's just me, and I think I'm the hardest person to satisfy when it comes down to the stuff that I'm doing. And I, I remember Ozzy Osbourne. I think he said that you know he was never content with his music, and look where he's at now, right? A legend. <laughs> he was never yeah, satisfied exactly. with what you put. So you are your worst critic, but sometimes no matter how good it might be for millions of people for you you would just never be satisfied i guess that just goes hand in hand with artists you're never complacent exactly. with what you put but you you put us some great work with this these videos with this is not hollywood uh where you oh, feature you. johnny three tears i mean that's a really cool video and did you do this pre-corona or during corona and if you did do it do it during corona how the hell did you guys work that out I mean, we just uh, did it uh, when, yeah, when this Corona thing was going on. But he recorded his part at home, you know. Oh. So, and uh, I mean, of course, in Germany, we got the chance to work with a small team, you know. And if there is nobody else in the studio, in the yeah, it, it's not a problem to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. So, 
But I would say it was when the first wave was over, we uh, were shooting that music video, you know? And uh, yeah, with Johnny, he recorded the part by himself. Or I guess his wife did the camera work. <laughs> so with an iPhone, and we just That's managed fine. it to put it in the video, you know? And with Timmy, the other feature guy, so um, it was not a problem that he will come over, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, unlike your, your your previous work with your previous band here, you know, this is a really dark side of you, you know? With with your former band, it was more like a, a play on uh, with the lyrics yeah. and, the, and the music videos. I mean, this is a whole 360. Um was this something and you mentioned that again it just picked this thing up and you wanted to go solo but how long had this been in your mind um that you wanted to do this and did you ever consult with your previous band and say hey i'm still with you guys but i also want to do something on the side like a side project where i can release my my darker side or my darker lyrics i would say it was a bit longer in my mind but Mm -hmm. always um with the purpose that, uh, yeah, that I can do something uh, besides the band, you know, to to do just in general to do a different kind of music, you know. So, but I'm one of those guys who will say, okay, I will do some solo stuff, you know, start writing a few, a little bit, you know, and then not continuing. But this time, it was more like, okay, I'm I'm not happy anymore, and started writing own stuff, and really recognized, okay, good, this is like. A huge thing for me you know so that was the point where i really talked to the guys and said hey i really wanted to do this and i want to go solo you know and um yeah i guess it was like that situation so but this was instantly like the situation where i said okay i don't want to move on with eskimo anymore so we don't know right now with the current status of, of musicians and, and concerts we don't know what's going to happen um you know we would love for you to be coming down here to the states or or over there where you're at in in Europe and Germany and perform live. So, what song are you really most excited to perform live? <laughs> I would say that's the opening track of the album as well. So it's like fool, and you know when I'm writing songs, it's always like that I got a vision or something like a little movie in my head, you know. Mm-hmm. And I wrote that track where I was imagining, okay, going on stage and playing that track, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and release all the anger inside and shit. And so this was like the thing, or this is the reason why um, why I wanted to play that song live so bad, because, I mean, I got that movie in my head, you know, me hitting, hitting the stage and then going crazy. So probably this is the, that, that could be the coolest one to open up life and to play life. So so at, at right now pretty much it's 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 like a like a black hole, right? We don't know what we're what we're going with uh with performing live. Yeah. Uh, any plans of when your album drops that you'll do something online virtually? Um maybe do a Q&A, do some performances. I it'd be great to maybe even produce some of these songs acoustically. I think that's that's always a really cool Aside from artists, when you take something so hard and, and heavy, and sometimes those songs acoustically I actually sound like, wow, I, I would have never thought. Yeah. Any plans of that? Totally agree. I mean, the situation is totally fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know when we can play live shows again. And um, 
so I thought about some solutions, but the thing is, you know, because I'm starting at point zero and my drummer, he's from Sweden, you know, mm. so it's uh, always a bit hard to structureize everything. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, I need a lot of stuff to organize to to play live, you know, so I'm, I'm pretty busy right now, but yeah, there are definitely some stuff on the planning. So, but I don't know yet. So probably some some acoustic stuff, probably some live stream shows. I mean, I'm down for that, even if it's not the same, you know. So it's it's a bit, you know, just a little bit. Well, we of the we, live show feeling, right? We down here in the states have already took notice that there are some concerts being promoted already next year around this time, actually. So a year from now. Any chance that yep. we're going to get you, maybe, in part of these festivals to come out and perform? I hope so, damn. I would love to play in the United States as well, man. Yeah. It's been a while, but, um, yeah, we didn't know. I mean, I um, I got a tour for April, you know, in, uh, in Germany, or just a few countries around Germany. So, but I'm, we will see if it's going to happen, you know, because the, the situation is changing fucking every day. And yeah. I really hope that this, that this will ha happen. But, um, I don't know. It's really hard to, to say what will happen next year. You know, if we can play like regular concerts again or not. Yeah. Well, it's really all, all up in the air. Now with this album dropping November 13, have you also, produced other music that maybe could lead us into another album next year um not yet but mm -hmm. i'm so stoked to write new stuff man i can't wait to to uh, get back in the studio but um yeah as i said in the moment um right now it's like i have to prepare a lot and but till everything is properly set up i will yeah start writing new music again well, I want to thank you, Sushi, for your time, man. Appreciate it down here. Loving the music. Um, the glimpse of it that we've had so far, uh, I suggest you click on that follow on Spotify, your favorite streaming platform. So when the album drops, you'll be the first to hear it. Anything else you want to let us know, Sushi? Yeah, I, I guess you said everything. I mean, my album will drop on November 13. I'm pretty happy about that. And so stock what you guys will think about that. I put a lot of passion in there. And yeah, if you want, give it a listen. <laughs> I would be pretty happy about that. That's right. And ironically, it's uh, Friday the 13th, if I'm right. Uh, how oh, ironic shit. it is. <laughs> so you get a double that dose there. That could be there. a good thing, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. It all depends on what you believe in. <laughs> but yeah. Sushi, thanks so much, man. Looking forward to uh, rocking to your to your new album. Again, you can get a glimpse already. And in fact, I invite everyone to hit the uh, RomanShow.com where we have some of the cool music videos available right now. But head on over to the your favorite streaming service. Click on the follow and uh, just wait, wait patiently for the new album on November 13th. Sushi, thanks so much, man. Stay safe and uh, hope to be rocking down here in the United States very soon with you, man. I hope so. Thanks a lot. Thanks for All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much again to Sushi joining us all the way from Germany. Appreciate his time joining us here in the program to talk about the new album. Uh, and again, pick it up. November 13th, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on November 12th, 
You got a couple of hours and you'll be able to listen to this album in its entirety. I cannot wait. Okay, so. I'll tell you something that I cannot wait, and that's Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship taking place November 13 in Miami. Only place you can see it if you are not in Miami. In fact, I believe it's sold out. Uh, you can only see it on the Bare Knuckle app. I believe it's four bucks, very cheap, three ninety nine, and of course you can see their library and archives. But Bare Knuckle Fighting takes place in Miami, Florida. Uh, just head on over to their Facebook account, and you can see the action. I saw last month's events and. They're quite exciting. It's a, a different type of fighting experience. Uh, it, it, it's completely different. Um, it's not boxing. It's not MMA. It's just a bunch of dudes and women getting in there. No gloves, just fists. And on the main card or the main event is Luis Baboon Palomino versus Jim Allers. Jim Allers, a former UFC competitor, and yes, there's a lot of, we've, we've spoken to some bare knuckle fighters here in the program, but Jim Ellers, in my, Jim Ellers, in my opinion, um, is the poster child for bare ne- ne- knuckle fighting championship. Now you're going to say, why? Well, the guy is a freaking beast. He's defeated all his opponents in a very extremely amazingly fashion. And I, in my opinion, he still remains to be the poster child or is the poster child of bare knuckle fighting championship. But one man stands in his way and that is the interim lightweight champion. And that's our good friend, Luis Baboon Palomino. Both these guys are going to go at it one on one. So I, I, I hate to decide here who's going to win. It's really a 50-50. If you're looking for big-time fight feel, this is it. Palomino and Allers, they used to be training partners at uh, MMA Masters. Allers left. Uh, Palomino also left. Uh, But there's still some beef in there somehow, some way. They they got something. Hopefully, they shake their hands afterwards. I hope that this is just trying to sell the fight Um, because they're both good guys. I, I I'm really I really can't pick here a a winner. Allers has a strong hands. I'm not gonna take anything away from that. That to me, that's why he was the pole or is the poster child of bare knuckle fighting. That the guy is like a freaking Mike Tyson of this thing. He's knocking out people from left to right. And then Palomino, not saying that he doesn't have power in his hands. He does have hands. He has power in his hands. But he's flashy and he's quick and he's fast. Allard is a guy that's going to just come right at you. To me, it's more kind of like a a Michael Jordan versus a LeBron. A LeBron is going to come right at you like a bull and just dunk the ball on you nasty. He ain't going to do nothing flashy and pretty like a Michael Jordan. So if I were to, to compare their fighting styles, I would have the Jordan style for Palomino and the LeBron style for Allers. Now, who wins? I don't know, but I can tell you that it will be a hell of a fight tomorrow night in Miami. And I cannot wait to see these guys go toe-to-toe. There's some bad blood inside that circled, uh, circled ring. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it tomorrow night, November 13th, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. The Roman Show will be out there covering it. And you can see some of our interviews on our website or, of course, the website, theromanshow.com. And, of course, there's under many fights, uh, including the 135-pound interim 
bare knuckle fighting championship title. Guen versus Barnett. That one also has a lot of heat with those two. And uh, also our good friend, Yuli the Monster Diaz, who competed for Titan FC, will be in action coming up uh, on Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. So looking forward to that as well. Uh, This is a stacked card. Not much going on as we're heading now into the Thanksgiving weekend. Week, you want to say. But... This is a nice one. This is a very interesting fight card that you're going to enjoy. And again, the Roman Show will be out there covering it. Make sure that you purchase that app uh, or the, the subscription. $3.99. Three, four bucks. That's, that's the equivalent of a Starbucks peppermint mocha latte. Four bucks. All right. Hell, that might be even cheaper than a Big Mac meal at McDonald's. I don't know how much it costs. But I, I'm pretty sure that's the, around the same price or probably a lot less. Uh, bare knuckle fighting. And you get three, four hours of action and, of course, all the archives and, and all that stuff. So head on over to Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship on social media. We'll catch you here this week. Again, we'll welcome Lex McMahon. He'll be in action. First time debut. A man who's almost in his 50s is going to be going at it against a 39-year-old. And his full debut of Mixed Martial Arts. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you very soon right here on the Roman Show of Yemen on Yamba Heard. <laughs>